I V M. It was the year 1971. Indian cricket was undergoing significant changes. India, a cricketing nation that was not performing well, especially on foreign soil, was on the brink of an impressive comeback. Just three years earlier, the Indian team had achieved their first ever away Test series victory in New Zealand. Back in India, they had disappointing encounters against Australia and New Zealand. These disappointments led to the departure of the renowned Mansoor Ali Khan Patodi as the captain. Vijay Merchant, the chief selector, strongly criticised the team for their lack of discipline. Then, in early 1971, Mumbai-born Ajit Wadekar took over as captain. This happened just before a challenging tour of the West Indies. The West Indies had been a dominant force in world cricket for a decade, known for their formidable pace attack, a challenge that had often left the Indian team searching for answers. Despite being the underdogs, India harbored hope for a stronger performance. The emergence of Gudappa Vishwanath, a graceful top-order batsman, strengthened India's batting prowess. Additionally, a quartet of spin wizards, S. Venkataragwan, Erapali Prasanna, Bishan Singh Bedi, and the surprising omission from the tour, Bhagwat Chandrasekhar, were at the peak of their skills. Dilip Sardesai, with his experience, provided much-needed stability to the Indian middle order. However, amidst all this cricketing fervour, another young man was poised to make his mark on international cricket that very year. The little master who would go on to redefine the course of Indian cricket in the years to come. A certain Sunil Gavaskar. Welcome to a century of stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank. Always you first. I'm your host Kunal and today we delve into the story of the miracles of 1971. A year that redefined Indian cricket forever. The tour to the West Indies in February 1971 marked Sunil Gavaskar's international debut. It was the birth of India's first truly elite world-class talent. A player who in his prime could effortlessly find a place in any playing eleven worldwide. As fate would have it, in his debut series, Gavaskar blazed a trail by amassing a record-breaking 774 runs. India clinched their first ever Test Series victory against the mighty West Indies. A landmark moment etched in Indian cricketing history. The spin trio of Venkataragwan, Bedi and Prasanna also accounted for an astonishing 48 wickets during the series. Gavaskar's extraordinary form during the tour was however complemented by several fielding lapses and miscatches by the West Indian players. Gary Sobers, the West Indian captain at that time, couldn't help but feel that a bit of Gavaskar's luck could rub off on his own team. What follows was a bizarre chain of events driven by the belief of superstition, which makes up today's story. Hello there, 
get ready for a financial game changer. Introducing monthly interest credits on your IDFC First Bank savings account. With IDFC First Bank, your savings account isn't just a place to store money. It's a place where your money grows every month. A unique monthly compounding interest means that you not only earn interest on your balance, but also on your previous month's interest. Imagine the possibilities. You earn interest on interest, which can significantly boost your savings over time. It's like your money is working harder for you. Open your savings account today at idfcfirstbank.com. Soon, Sobers began visiting the Indian dressing room before each day's play. He exchanged greetings with the captain and players, but also casually tapped Gavaskar's shoulder as a gesture of encouragement for good luck, believing it would transfer some of that good luck and good fortune to him. Surprisingly, to the dismay of the Indian players, the practice seemed to work. Sobers, who wasn't at his best in the first two matches, went on to score centuries in three consecutive games. India barely held on to their 1-0 lead, secured through victory in the second test at Port of Spain. Sobers' unbeaten 178 in the fourth test was a standout performance. However, it was Kavaskar once again whose innings of 117 defied the West Indian bowlers. This helped secure India a draw on the final day, preventing a West Indian win. The series reached its peak in the fifth and the final test match, with the West Indies needing 262 runs to level the series. All three outcomes were still possible, and Captain Vadikar realized he couldn't risk Sobers completing his ritual this time. So, when Sobers visited the dressing room again, he slyly pushed Gavaskar into the bathroom, denying Sobers the Midas touch. As West Indies hurried to reach the target, Sobers stepped onto the pitch with the score at 50 for 3. Unsurprisingly, Sobers, without his lucky charm, was bowled out on the very first ball, thanks to Abid Ali's medium pace. It is said, at the fall of the wicket, Varekar smirked at Gavaskar with a I told you so, look on his face. Eventually, India comfortably dismantled the West Indian top order as they barely managed to hold on to a draw with two wickets remaining. India had finally triumphed in a series in the West Indies. And as for the magic of India's Midas touch, you might wonder, fear not, for it remained firmly in the hands of the little master, serving Indian cricket notably for the next 17 years. As the excitement after the Caribbean triumph started to fade, a greater challenge awaited the revitalized Indian team that had experienced success abroad. Despite the recent victory, a tour to England was still a formidable task because the host nation hadn't lost any of their last 24 test matches leading up to the series. Chandrasekhar, who had been controversially left out of the West Indies tour, was brought back into the team. Selector Vijay Merchant described this as a calculated gamble. And indeed, it was a gamble that would ultimately pay off for the Indian team in a magnificent manner. 
The first test in July 1971 was washed out with the game hanging by a knife's edge. At the time of stoppage, India needed 38 runs to win with two wickets in hand. However, the game would be more remembered for an ugly mid-pitch collision between Gavaskar and the English fast bowler John Snow. The incident was shown repeatedly on television in slow motion and caused a significant media uproar with many calling for disciplinary action against Snow. Nevertheless, the second test at Old Trafford once again resulted in a meek draw with Indians having conceded a first innings lead. Gavaskar's fighting 57 had restored some amount of respectability to the Indian batting. Looking back, Gavaskar picked this knock of 57 and not his heroics in the West Indies as the turning point in his life. Scoring a half-century in his 11th test innings under extremely challenging conditions, according to Gavaskar, acted as a catalyst for his own growth as a batsman. It was the greenest wicket he had seen in his early cricketing days. In the third test at the Oval, India once again gave up a first-innings lead. However, on the fourth day, Chandrasekhar returned to top form and his figures of 6 for 38 decimated the English batting lineup as they crumbled to 101 all out in their second innings. India finished the day with a score of 76 for 2, needing just 98 runs on the final day to achieve a historic victory on the soil of their former colonial rulers. Interestingly, the fifth day of the test happened to coincide with the celebration of Ganesh Chaturthi back in India. <laughs> Indian fans borrowed a zoo elephant named Bella and brought it to the ground. This was viewed as a positive sign by the Indian players and it provided them with a much-needed morale boost for the crucial day's play. <laughs> India successfully pursued the target with four wickets remaining, which sent shockwaves throughout the cricketing world. Was there a divine intervention behind these two landmark triumphs in 1971? Perhaps we would never know, but Indian cricket was never to be the same again. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Indian cricket's twin miracles in 1971. Two of India's greatest overseas victories. You've been watching A Century of Stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank. Always you first. In the next episode, I'll bring you the story of the first time cinema met with sound in India. I, V, M.